0: Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News, Tuesday, August 15, 2023. Stand up for your country and your country, the United States of America, is under siege right now. And that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So you're going to hear a lot of stupid stuff in the next uh, 72 hours dumb stuff, false stuff, um, destructive stuff. You're going to hear it all. I am here tonight to lay this latest Trump indictment and the whole thing, to tie it up into a rational, fair assessment of where we are. And where we are is not in a good place as a country. All right, let's begin with the Georgia situation. So this is putting our democracy in jeopardy. That's not an overstatement. Because what this is, is a local district attorney interfering in a national presidential campaign. Fannie Willis is her name. Fulton County, Georgia, that's Atlanta. She is charging Donald Trump and 18 others, or whatever it may be, with conspiracy racketeering to overturn the Georgia election in 2020. But here's the interesting thing. Fannie is the only district attorney in the entire state of Georgia alleging this. All of the others, even the Democrats, have not signed on here. Second thing, you would think that this kind of a charge would be the attorney general of Georgia's purview, not Fannie. And if you don't know Fannie Willis, she's an ardent Democratic machine leftist. So there's politics already involved with this. But just step back for a moment. Even if you hate Donald Trump, just step back one woman in charge of justice in one county has now disrupted the entire presidential campaign. And if convicted in Georgia, Donald Trump would have to go to prison. It's a mandatory conviction. He's not going to be convicted on racketeering and conspiracy. That won't happen. All right. But if he were ever to be convicted, then he would have to go to prison. So Fannie Willis began her investigation two and a half years ago. As soon as Joe Biden walked into office, she started. What she came up with are a series of vague charges, all right? Very few specifics. Now, we'll learn the specifics in Discovery when the Trump lawyers go in and get all of the specific information, but we don't know them now. So anybody trying this on television and radio, either way, Convicting Trump or acquitting Trump is doing you a disservice, because we don't know. We do know is that Fannie could have wrapped this up in two and a half months, not two and a half years, because nothing changed from what Trump allegedly did in November and December and early January after the presidential vote of 2020. Nothing's changed. So it took Fannie two and a half years to arrive at this racketeering thing? Does that make any sense to you? No. So now we have a situation where, again, one person, one law enforcement official is now influenced all 365 American citizens. Let's put this into some kind of
1: perspective. Roll the tape. She is listing over 160 acts. They're often phone calls, meetings, tweets. She just calls them all criminal. She says that they all were knowingly false. And with that broad brush, she's able to indict everyone and bring in 19 people into that courtroom. That's the benefit of using a racketeering approach. Uh, But it also increases the danger for the country in terms of how we will handle contested elections in the future.
0: Now, Turley, Jonathan Turley, is the best of them, okay? On the written front, Victor Davis Hansen is the best. So it used to be Charles Krauthammer was the best, the late Charles Krauthammer was the best on TV. Um, I, I think I vie with Hanson on the column stuff, but Hansen turns out more print stuff than I do. So if you really want an, the perspective from an honest point of view, Hurley and Hanson are your go-to people. Now, out of the 18 co-defendants, we've got Rudy Giuliani, Mark Meadows, uh, former White House Chief of Staff under Trump, John Eastman, Trump's lawyer, Sidney Powell, those those are the headliners. They're all going to be brought in, uh, and they have to show up on August 25th for this arraignment. Um, But again, Americans say, well, Okay, but we have other things to deal with here, right? Um, We've got the ma lago documents. That's a federal beef being played out in Florida. The January 6th interference uh, at the Capitol, the election interference. That's a federal beef. The New York um, Stormy Daniels thing, which the DA in New York still hasn't explained to New Yorkers or Americans and or Americans what the federal law is. Why are you even bringing this thing? It's a civil beef. Why'd you criminalize it? Bragg? I don't have to tell you. So that one, it's not gonna go anywhere. I don't think the Georgia thing's gonna go anywhere because the Trump lawyers can say, this is a federal election. We want it in federal court. That'll be my first step. And, and Fannie is overreached because there's nobody else in Georgia backing her up. So that, that would be the first step. Now the ma lago thing, Trump did it. I got a couple of letters at the end of the show. I'm going to read to you by um, viewers, No Spin News viewers that say he didn't do it, but he did it. So if I were Trump, and I said this earlier this week in my column, I'd plead that out. It's a low level beef, but I'd plead it out and, you know, whatever it may be, get that off your sheet. Okay, and I'll tell you why in a moment. It's important. Um, The interference in the election on January 6th is all about state of mind. And as I told you yesterday with Vice President Pence, Pence isn't saying that Trump knew the election was lost and lied about it anyway and tried to interfere anyway. That's not what Trump is saying. Pence said that on television. Though that case just blows right up there. Again, I'm not trying the case... I'm just telling you what's on the record. So there may be other things in the interference case on January 6th that I don't know. All right. So the Supreme Court is going to have to get involved with this. They have to, because the nine justices know what's happening. They're not stupid people. They know that all of these charges against Donald Trump are coordinated by Democrats. There's not one charge that's been brought against Trump. And I think there are 77 of them now or 97. I can't keep track. Not one that's been brought by an independent or a Republican. They're all Democrats. And it's all timed, all right, to divert attention away from Joe Biden's problems. The nine justices know that. They also know what Counselor Turley just said. That if this is successful, if Fannie Willis is successful, then any prosecutor anywhere in the country can drum up some kind of charge against a national or state or local office seeker and completely divert their campaign. Supreme Court is not going to allow that to happen. Six of the justices will absolutely try to stop this. The other three, I don't know where they're going to come down. But I don't know exactly how the Supreme Court's going to get involved. Now, remember, in the election of 2000, I can't believe that was 23 years ago, the Supreme Court stepped in because Florida was so chaotic, so out of control, and basically said, Bush won. And to Gore's credit, Gore said, okay. That is Al Gore's legacy. Trump did not say okay in the 2020 election. He did not. He left the White House. The power turned over, but he continued to say that it was a rigged election. And to this day, there is not enough evidence to prove it. Now, the Trump people... Continue to say they have it or they're going to present it. All right, I'm ready to listen. But right now, it's not there. So Gore stepped aside. Trump did not. That's the historical fact. However, Trump has a right, a constitutional right, to have an opinion that the election of 2020 was rigged. He's a right to say it. He has a right to write it. He has a right to go around to rallies and rail against it. That is not a crime. It only becomes a crime when, like Fox News, right, Trump knew he lost, and I don't believe that for a second, and I know Trump better than anybody, and then proceeded to try to corrupt the election anyway. Knew he lost, but then continue to take these steps. Right now, Trump believed what he wanted to believe. He got lawyers like Eastman to tell him, you can do another uh, slate of electorates, of electoral people. All Vice President Pence has to do is stay the election and you can bring in these people from Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, wherever, who can say, no, 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 The vote in our state was flawed, and I'm going to give my electoral votes to Trump. That's what Eastman told Trump he could do under the Constitution. Well, it's false. That was bad advice. But Trump wanted to believe it. So that's what he tried to do. But there is not a shred of evidence that Trump did what Fox News did. They knew that the voting machines weren't rigged, but said it anyway. That's where they lost $800 million. No evidence that Trump knew he lost. To this day, that man believes he won that election in 2020. Okay. So the Supreme Court has got to find a way in to this whole thing. Or as I said, every vote is now going to be polluted by political prosecutors. This is very interesting. Two of the most outrageous partisans on the Democratic side did the same thing that Trump did. They believed the election they lost was flawed. First, Stacey Abrams of Georgia, go. I acknowledge that former Secretary of State Brian Kemp will be certified as the victor in the 2018 gubernatorial election. But to watch an elected official who claims to represent the people in this state baldly pin his hopes for election on the suppression of the people's democratic right to vote has been truly appalling. So let's be clear, this is not a speech of concession because concession means to acknowledge an action is right, true or proper. As a woman of conscience and faith, I cannot concede that all right Ms. abrams did not commit a crime because she believed what she said that the vote in Georgia was suppressed and she lost because of it. Okay? The same thing that Trump believed. How about Hillary? Go. And so I know that he knows that this wasn't on the level. I don't know that we'll ever know everything that happened, but clearly we know a lot and are learning more every day. And History will probably sort it all out. So, of course, he's obsessed with me. And I believe that it's a guilty conscience in so much as he has a conscience. Now, I never acknowledged that she lost in 2016, ever. Ran around the country saying she didn't lose. Same thing. Now, Trump took it a step or two further uh, by discussing with state officials the state of the vote. He's allowed to do that. He was president from Election Day to Inauguration Day. He was allowed, Donald Trump, under the law, to look into what he believed was voter fraud. It was allowed. So all of these cases, with the exception of Ma lago, I don't believe are going to amount to anything. They'll either be thrown out or, you know, it's just not going to be there ma he did it. That's the one I would get out, get that out. Because the Supreme Court is not going to come in and say to a federal, to the Justice Department, you have to knock out the ma thing. They can't do that. The Supreme Court can't go into the states and do it either. But if Trump can get the Georgia thing into federal court, then the Supreme Court can't. The Court can't interfere with state justice. But if something's unconstitutional, then the Supreme Court can go right into the state and say, hey, knock it off. Very, very, very complicated. Three varies. All right, But again, I'm making a prediction. Supreme Court's going to have to get involved with this. Because if they don't, then this is going to just blow up our voting process um and that's a memo okay round two name something that's not boring
1: a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh
0: ah sorry we were looking for chumba casino
1: The Chumba Life is for
0: everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join
1: today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: All right, let's bring in uh, one of the smartest guys on the political scene. He's a Democrat. You've seen him before, and you know it's been news. Doug Schoen. He's got a new book coming out called Four Presidents, Kennedy, Nixon, Biden, Trump. Leaders Who Changed History in Changing Times. So you can pre-order that book now anywhere. Um, so where am I making mistakes, Doug? Am I uh, going wrong here somewhere?
1: What I think with um, January 6th, where Trump has some additional liability, is the whole process of certifying the result. I think that's the charge that I thought, Bill, uh, on January 6th, was the whole notion of what Trump was asking uh, Pence to do and Pence refused to do. I think that charge is also a serious one. I worry, though, I must tell you, I worry about the Georgia prosecution for the reasons you do. The idea of using a RICO uh, statute against the president and 18 other people, however misguided they may well have been, what this says for our democracy, and I you made this point, Bill, and it's the point that to me is most important. If this goes forward in the way that it could, our democracy could be finished. It could be irrevocably changed. That's my greatest concern. Yeah, and that's a, everybody, everybody
0: Charlie said the same thing. Anybody who loves their country and is not a partisan, you know, crazy person knows the danger. That this will sure. lead to. But I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge you on the January 6th thing. Sure. That whole case by Jack Smith, the special prosecutor, is predicated on Trump knowing the election was lost and doing it anyway. That's what the charges are predicated on. Okay? Pence is not gonna say that. I thought he might. But mm-hmm. in a television interview over the weekend, he was asked point blank on NBC, the White House tell you to do this, and he goes, No, I don't remember that. So if Pence goes in and says hey, Trump got bad legal advice from John Eastman and he really believed that the Constitutional allowed me, the vice president, to stay the electoral vote count, then that's Trump's opinion. It's not a criminal act.
1: Well, I'm not sure Pence will go that far, but you could well be right, Bill. We shall see. This is one of those issues that uh, not in short order, but uh, eventually we'll see whether I'm right or you're right. Okay, so. uh, Advancing the story
0: now, I think it would be safe to say that most Americans, after these four indictments in different places, are thoroughly confused. They don't know what's happening. Uh, they don't understand uh, the, yeah. f- the alternate electoral vote people. They, they don't know what it, What it, All they know is that whatever side they're on, OK, is right. They don't know anything else about it. And, uh, you know, I, I just see the destruction of discourse, of debate, of different points of view, all blowing right up in front of
1: our faces now. Well, that's exactly right. We live in a country of two narratives, the Democratic Party narrative and the Trump narrative of election fraud and malfeasance and the like. And the idea that these two universes can peacefully coexist, given what's happening now, is less and less likely and more and more likely what you're saying, Jonathan Turley saying, and what I've just said, could well be the result, which, by the way, has implications for our economy and for our foreign policy. So now
0: uh, I think Trump is strengthened uh, in the short term. Sure. Nobody knows what's going to happen in a year. Nobody. But he's strengthened because the MAGA people, they're going to go out and vote for him. They don't care what he did. Correct. They're right. there. And a lot of the independents, the smarter ones, are saying, you know, this. Uh, and, and when you compare it to the Biden treatment from the Justice Department, the independents are going, we don't like this corruption. We don't like this. So even though we don't like Trump, we're not voting for the other side. And that helps
1: Trump as well. It, it does. And it also helps Trump in the primary because the Republicans and those uh, Republican leaning independents say, eh, we may not be comfortable with Trump. We may not want him, but the way he's been treated is so outrageous. We're going to vote for him just because we think this is all a raw deal. So I think there's but, a lot of, but there's, a,
0: there's one more factor. The people voting yeah. for Trump now know that if Trump wins, he's going to get the bad guys, <laughs> Going to come after the bad guys. Yeah.
1: Well, that's okay? the, the, the other side of this that you haven't mentioned is when you compare the way Trump's been treated now with four indictments to the kid gloves for Hunter Biden and potentially Joe Biden, we just don't know. It's two narratives that are very hard as a fair thinking person to reconcile. I mean, and picking as a special prosecutor, which I think was overdue, the guy who had the case for five years um, that didn't make a lot of sense to me. It's either. insane. It's, it just,
0: uh, Merrick Garland now, you know, is downgraded about 10 points in my estimation. I don't even think he's a smart man. I don't even think he's smart because doing no. that, it just signals, look, we're doing it because we don't, Weiss Weiss testify in front of the congressional committees. That's why mm-hmm. we're doing this. And Weiss booted this whole thing top to bottom. Couldn't have done a worse job, but we're going to give him more power to do an even worse job. I mean, even the dimmest American is going to go, what
1: is going on? Well, the judge in the Hunter Biden case made it clear what his real exposure is. Yeah, sure. Right. The the Farah violation, which sent Paul Manafort to jail. It seems to me like it's a prima facie violation by Hunter Biden of that statute.
0: Absolutely. And we're going to get to that statue you mentioned. Last word, last question. I can't predict this. And you know me, I'm a big mouth, a bloviator. I have no blanket idea what's going to happen in the next six months. I believe Biden's going to be out of office by Christmas, but I can't back that up um, at all other than watch his deterioration. And I do know this to be fact. That one September and October roll around, those Republicans in the congressional committees are just going to launch everything they have um, spurred on by Fannie Willis and her and her pals going after Trump. Last word.
1: I think we're in uncharted waters, Bill. I think for three reasons, Biden could not be the candidate could be Hunter Biden, could be issues of mental competence, and it could be poll numbers. I also think there's the possibility, given these indictments and how unprecedented it is, that for some reason that we don't know today, Trump could well not be the candidate. I think he more likely than not will be. But this is a world of banana republics. This is not a world of the world's greatest, most stable uh, free democracy. I am profoundly disquieted and saddened today, as I think most Americans should be.
0: All right, Doug, thanks again. The book, uh, upcoming book, um, is Four Presidents Kennedy Nixon, Biden Trump, Leaders Who Change History in Changing Times. So I, everybody should pre order that book. I mean, obviously, you want to get ahead of this deal. Thanks again, uh, Doug. We really appreciate it. Right. Thank you. All right, Hillary Clinton sat down with Rachel Maddow on MSNBC last night. Now, I'm not, the only reason I'm mentioning this is, is it's so absurd. I don't watch it, but of course I have producers who did. This is like sitting down if you were a young man with your mom and her friends at a bridge game. <laughs> That's what this is like, to watch this thing. So Maddow's never going to ask a question that would reflect poorly on a Democrat. Ever in her entire life would she ever do that? Never, never, never. She had to bring up Biden, but she brought him up in a, she feels sorry for Biden, Maddow does. All right, fine. And here's what Hillary said, though. Look, I, I think it is true that a lot of people in our country don't even know what he's done. And part of that is they don't get their news from MSNBC. They get their news from social media, if they get any news at all. They don't have the kind of uh, information that would give them confidence in knowing what their government is doing. (laughs) Do you have confidence in your government right now? Anybody? Bill at BillOReilly.com. If you have confidence in your government, write this moment in history. Please let me know and tell me why. All right. Apparently, Hillary Clinton yeah, I have confidence in it. And people are stupid because they don't watch MSNBC, which is the most rank propagandist network in the history of this country. NBC News, Comcast should be very, very proud. And don't give me Fox News. Don't give me that. Okay, I worked there for more than 20 years. I'm not responsible for what happens there now. But in my 20 years there, I slayed propaganda on a daily basis. All right, President Biden's in Wisconsin telling everybody the economy's great. Meantime, gas prices are on the rise everywhere. Food prices are still outrageous. Uh, But he goes to Wisconsin to say everything is great. And he's a genius. And that's where he is today. Uh, Biden administration didn't like the affirmative action ruling by the Supreme Court which ordered colleges and other entities not to take race into consideration when admitting or hiring people. Biden didn't like that. He wants equity, he wants racial preferences. He said that. Okay, you like racial preferences? Then you vote for Joe Biden. So now the Biden administration says, quote, for example, a university could consider an applicant's explanation about what it means to him to be the first black violinist in a city's youth orchestra, or an applicant's account of overcoming prejudice when she transferred to a rural high school where she was the only student of South Asian descent. Um, All right. I think college admissions officers and job uh, hiring people should take into account um, things, barriers, that people have overcome. I do. That's okay. But that's not what you really want, is it? Wink, wink, wink. Hunter Biden might be charged under the Foreign Corruption Practice Act. I told you about this. We all already analyzed this. Foreign Corruption Practice Act. Okay. So I got a letter from uh, one of our lawyer viewers, Adele Awatros in Washington state. And she says, uh, has anyone ever been charged or prosecuted under that act? Well, yes. A number of people. We'll give you two of the most recent. Uh, in May of this year, a man named Carrie Yan, former president of a non-governmental nonprofit, sentenced to three years six months for paying bribes to people in the Marshall Islands. Okay, so Carrie is in uh, clink. Then January of this year. Um 58-year-old, oh, what's his name, Murillo, he took bribes to get a contract from the Bolivian government, okay? And uh, his last name is Murillo. I'm looking to see if the first name is on here, and I cannot find it. And that's a producer problem that I will deal with. So this guy, he bribed the Bolivian government to give him a contract. And he's now serving 70 months in prison. That's just two. We have a whole line list. So it's absolutely viable.
1: It is Ryan here. And I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Smart life. So I got a very nice letter from a concierge member, and I've been telling you this is a life insurance policy for you if you get into trouble. Here's the letter. All right, I'm going to withhold the man's name because we don't do that for concierge. Everything is private. A few weeks ago, you saved me a lot of money on insurance by suggesting a website where I could compare pricing. My home and auto insurance had doubled, but thanks to you and your smart life segment, I've now cut my home loaner and autos nearly in half with a new policy. Therefore, I am going to take a small portion of that savings to upgrade my membership to Lifetime Concierge. Well worth the money. Okay, so the website uh, that we recommended is Policy Genius. One word, policygenius.com. And on this website, you can then search all the different rates for all the different insurance companies. This is what you have to do, right? I'm getting gouged, and it's really caused me an inconvenience. So I'm searching around to try to get some kind of fair deal. So policygenius.com. In addition, we have saved a lot of people a lot of money by recommending gasbuddy.com, gasbuddy, one word, you go to that website and you put in your zip code, they'll tell you where the cheapest gas is. We are in business to make it easier for you to prosper. So thank you very much, uh, concierge member from Texas. We urge all of you to check that concierge membership out on billoreilly.com. It is there to help you. Stay in history, August 15, 2021, two years ago. Afghanistan falls into the hands of the Taliban. You all remember it. Chaos, death, destruction, and Joe Biden. Roll the tape. The extraordinary success of this mission was due to the incredible skill, bravery, and selfless courage of the United States military and our diplomats and intelligence professionals. The incredible success. Go by two years ago. So there is an Inspector General for Afghanistan Reconstruction. Nobody knows this, but there is. His name is John Sopko, S-O-P-K-O. And he filed a report on the U.S. withdrawal and all the horror that followed. I'm just going to quote you one portion of it. You can go and look it up and get the whole thing. Quote, several former Afghan and senior U.S. officials told us the Biden administration's withdrawal process was abrupt and uncoordinated, in particular withdrawal of contractor support for the Afghan National Defense and Security Forces," unquote. So this extraordinary success that Biden, of course, told the whole world was bull. It was a mess. And it was Joe Biden's fault directly because he's commander in chief. Okay. Just like the southern border is Joe Biden's fault directly because he knocked out, by executive order, the Remain in Mexico policy. And this is a man who some people are still considering voting for. And I presented more than this to a liberal friend of mine. He goes, I don't care about any of that. I just hate Trump. What are you going to do? Your country is going down the drain because of an incompetent president. You don't care because you hate Trump. Okay. By the way, about 2,500 U.S. service members are killed and more than 20,000 wounded in Afghanistan in the 20 years we were there. All right, mail segment and uh, final thought about a, something that you should want to hear. We'll be right back. Okay, let's go to the mail. We got Jack O'Day, retired IRS revenue agent, Bethany Beach, Delaware. It's puzzling to hear about people saying the statute of limitations on the Hunter Biden case has run out. There is no statute of limitation for tax fraud. That is true, Jack, but it's not just tax fraud here. There's a number of other things, foreign agent, as we just said, and they're running the clock out on us. That's the overarch on it. Chris Dolotowski, Philadelphia, I agree, Michelle Obama is a strong candidate for president, but I doubt she would want to risk the Obama's legacy and place in history by returning to D.C. The Obamas are worth hundreds of millions of dollars and happily enjoying their lives. Well, you never know. All I can do is report the Democratic Party would love her to run. All I can do. Julio Reyes, Bellevue, Illinois, O'Reilly, why do you want Michelle to run? Americans are not that stupid. Who says I want Michelle Obama to run, Julio? Did I say that? No. Okay. Uh, Michael on a message board. I hope you were wrong about Michelle Obama. There's no one more polarizing than she. No one who would sow more discord. Okay. Bob Billis, Glenn Bernie, Maryland. Bill, please stop saying... President Trump should have returned the classified documents. He declassified them. If he can prove that he did that, then the case will be thrown out. There you go. Bob, I hope you're right. But I haven't seen any uh, evidence of that yet. But if his lawyers can prove it, no case. Goats. Uh, Rhonda Sexton, Twin Falls, Idaho, I'm hearing all this news about the money Joe Biden has received. My question is, they find him guilty of receiving his money. Can the courts take the money away? Well, number one, there isn't a credible report that says Joe Biden received any money yet. That does not exist. Everybody should know that. That's part of due process. Number two, If it can be shown that President Biden benefited from his son and brothers, grift, the court, and Joe Biden was prosecuted for it, the court can fine him an enormous amount of money. Can't take that money away. They can fine him. Linda Martin, Lenore, North Carolina. Where does the money come from that provides travel, clothing, food and housing for all the migrants crossing the border? The Homeland Security budget. That's where it comes from. OK, Hugh Nowak, Michigan. You were right months ago, Bill, when you said gasoline prices would return to $4 a gallon in my area. Prices hit $3.99 last week as we approach Labor Day. Yeah, And that's what they do. They, they got three more weeks in the summer driving season. Bang, you're going to get it. Uh, Glenda. Killing Jesus is the best Jesus book I have ever read other than the Bible. I think so. You really don't want to know what Jesus the man was like and what he went through. Killing Jesus is it. No theology. You know, there are human beings on this planet that don't believe that Jesus the man ever existed. This is credible. But they're there. Okay, round two.
1: Name something that's not boring
0: Okay, let's go to Killing the Witches, which is getting a lot of traction now because Donald Trump is going witch hunt, witch hunt, witch hunt, and all of that emanated from Salem. And I do apply what happened in Salem to today, modern day. Killing the Witches is really three books in one. I'll explain that more as we get closer to September 26th. You can pre-order hand-signed copies. We are going to run out of those. So if you want them, get them. Uh, Then we have the show. 80% sold out, Uh, Friday, October 27th, Paramount Theater, Huntington, Long Island. Leaves will be changing. Beautiful time here on the island. Love to see you all. It's going to be a terrific, terrific, funny, lively show. BillOReilly.com, Ticketmaster, Paramount Theater, all have tickets for you. Going fast. Um, Killing the Mob, Killing the Legends, together, 18 bucks because we like you, all right? So those are two of the best killing books. Killing the Legends, Killing the Mob, together, 18 bucks. Uh, Word of the day, do not be imperious. Hillary Clinton, imperious. I-M, P-E-R, I-O, U-S. Back with a final thought in a moment. All right, here is the final thought of the day. I gave 15 minutes at the top of the No Spin News tonight on the latest indictments and all of them together, and I hope you absorb that, okay? Now, this morning on WABC Radio, which is our flagship station, in fact, thousands of you are listening to me right now on WABC, I had a segment on uh, Sid and Friends in the morning with Arthur Idalia, who may be here tomorrow, on this. It was like a debate. Now, I'll probably debate Cuomo tomorrow night, Wednesday night on News Nation about it. But this one was good because Idalia is a lawyer and he tried to punch holes in my analysis nicely. And boy, it's worth listening to. So we posted it on BillO'Reilly.com. You don't have to be a member, you don't have to be anything. Just go there, listen to it. You will find it very educational and lively. That's for sure, I believe. So the reason that. Uh, we do all these things, um, and I don't like to, <laughs> if I say I don't like to brag, you're going to have a thousand things that you can write to me about and say, you were bragging, all right? It's just like that Verizon commercial. Anyway, we have now so many streams to get our information into the public all around the world, not just in the United States. It's staggering what we have here. And the corporate media will never write about it. The Wall Street Journal did a little bit. And then I, I got reports. The reporter got yelled at for They don't want you and everybody else to know how successful that some agencies, independent news agency, are becoming. And we're one of them. We're the leader, leader of the pack. Um, you may have noticed that uh, we got my pillow advertising with us for now. I think that's the first time Mike Lindell has gone out of Uh, linear TV. I think that's the first time. I think he does a little radio, but independent. And we're happy to have the MyPillow people. I got my MyPillow. It's good. Um, Not giving him a plug. I'm just telling you that that kind of a big advertiser does not come to a business unless he or she who's ever running it believes that there's enough people listening. And we have them. Thanks to you. So, that is the final thought of the day. We'll be back here tomorrow with a rock'em sock'em approach. Thank you for watching and listening to the No Spin News. We'll see you then.
1: Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job, it's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join US Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov/careers.